0: And there's some things I need to tell you that you know already, but um, need to be said. Uh, We ask you to turn your cell phones off. Uh, The lunch is free today, but we ask you to put $10 in the basket for the privilege of being here. Uh, So you'll find those baskets on every table, and um, uh, somebody can do the counting. Um, This is a volunteer organization, and so uh, we depend on public donations, and we always welcome your donations. There's some information uh, on the table as you enter, and there's also some Muslim, I- Islamic information, so uh, you'll find that as you leave. Uh, we always thank our partners, the University of Lethbridge, that is very good to us, and also Country Kitchen Catering. Let me tell you how we're going to do this today, and then uh, we'll uh, introduce our guests. Uh, The first half hour will be... uh, The format is roughly as you would expect. We'll have a half hour presentation and then lunch and then a chance to do conversation and dialogue uh, in the whole group. Um, We're going to structure the presentation time as follows. Each of the two presenters have five minutes to say some general things and then we've uh, identified some topics and we're going to go back and forth and uh, uh, have some more informal dialogue. We'll see what we do with this podium then. And... um, and then we'll go for lunch, and we'll, we'll cut off our dialogue at uh, 12.30, whether we're done all our topics or not, because, of course, you are never done all the topics you can talk about. Um, so anyway, that's how we're going to do it, and um, um, so it gives me real pleasure to introduce very briefly the two presenters. I'll start with Brenda, um, who's not going to speak first, but... Uh, uh Brenda's a longtime friend of mine. She's uh, just completed a seven-year pastorate in Red Deer and is now the new minister at First United Church. And um, um, uh, we go back a long ways, but uh, Brenda's um, served in several communities and lived in several communities across Canada, actually. So it's, a, uh, it's also my privilege to welcome Shakula Khan, who is the uh, president of the um, Muslim community in this city, And um, he was born in Bangalore, India, spent some time in Saudi Arabia, and is the owner of SK Signs in town here. And um, I'm not going to say a whole lot more. They can introduce themselves if they want, but uh, I just want to underline that uh, we're so pleased to have uh, Shrikula Khan here. He's not an imam. He's uh, he's not um, a professional theologian, but a layperson in the congregation, and so doesn't come with that claim to... um, Total theological expertise, as, of course, uh, Brenda surely has. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll give uh, Khan the first five minutes and, um, and then Brenda.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim rahim Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi ashabihi ajma'in, amma abad. Khul ya ahlil kitab, ta'aloo ila kalimatin sawain bayna wa baynakum, Allah nahbuda illa Allah, wala nishrik bihu shayyaw, wala yattakhiza ba'azuna ba'dan min arbaabin min duni Allah, fa'in tawaloo, fa'kooloo, fa'ashhad bi anna muslimoon rabb شْرَحْ لِي sadri wa لِي أَمْرِي amri wahlul مِنَ الْلِسَانِ lisanī yafqahu so this is the uh, aya from surah uh, surah rad and uh, as uh, terry said that today uh, we gave uh, three three topics to talk about 5 minutes we have here the the first topic is uh, uh, the worship and the scriptures and Jesus. So I just, uh, I just let you know that uh, the worship uh, and scriptures and Jesus. So Islam believes uh, in Jesus and also scriptures and in worship. So I would say that Islam, I just, I just want to introduce first what is Islam actually. The Islam means peace. The word Come from Salm Itself Peace So Now I go to Worship Inshallah The topic is Worship in Islam Is based on Oneness That is the Tawheed Means oneness of Allah The unification of Allah And uh, The Tawheed Itself have three categories. That is Tawheed al-Rububiyya, and Tawheed al-Asma-Sifat, and Tawheed al-Ibada. And this third category comes, to, uh, comes on worship. So, we worship only Allah. So, the Muslims say Allah, because in Arabic language, you can say Allah, but you can't twist. The word Allah, as in English, but as in, in English you say God, so you can twist, you can play with God, like the word I am saying. So if you put apostrophe S, yes, it comes the gods, but you can join Son of God, or Mother of God, or Brother of God, or Sister. Whatever you can, you can twist, you can play, but in Islam. There is no concept in that. So just Allah. The itself, it unifies the oneness of Allah. So, the second, uh, this is this just a short uh, explanation. The scriptures, we believe in all four scriptures. Islam believes four scriptures. That is Tawrah, Dubur, Injil, and Quran. Tawrah, a revelation revealed on Musa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Zabur is a revelation revealed on David salam. and Injil revealed on Jesus alaihissalam, and Quran, the last and final book revelation revealed on Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi the last messenger. So this is the basic uh, uh, explanation of the scriptures, and come to now Jesus. So, Islam is the only religion on the face of earth. It makes an article of faith to believe in Jesus, peace be upon him. So, no Muslim is a Muslim if he does not believe in Jesus, peace be upon him. So, he is the mightiest messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He came before Muhammad sallallahu So, we believe in Jesus, but we don't believe as, as a God. But he is a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the authentic saying of the Prophet sallallahu On the face of earth, there were 124,000 prophets Allah sent to the nations. In different time and different periods. So one hundred twenty-four thousand prophets came on the face of earth. So we we don't differentiate any prophet, we we see equal as Prophet Jesus and starts from Pro- Prophet Adam and to Prophet Muhammad. But the thing is here to note the point is here, because the Muslims believe in all 124,000 prophets. But the Christians only, for example, they believe in some prophets. But the the difference is here if the Christian world, if they read the biography and the purpose of the prophet, they come. Why he come here? So we can know much about that so i think my time is over for you. yeah this is this is very this is very hard because we are following we are very uh, you know long generations the muslim and uh, the christian and islam but if you talk about these two great religion in half an hour it is impossible like a drop in a in the bucket <laughs> so please uh, Consider as a positive way so we can just meet each other and be happy and you know, to know each other. That's the main purpose. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. And now Brenda.
2: Terry was just asking me after 33 years how to pronounce my name. And that's a good question. And I've told this to my congregation and every congregation I've ever served. On any given day and at any given moment, I'm either Kersel or Kersel because my family hasn't made up its mind. So as long as you don't call me late for dinner, I'm okay. Khan spoke about, you know, trying to do this dialogue in such a brief time. And uh, and it is uh, kind of an awesome responsibility, and, and I'm feeling the weight of that, as I think he is too... But anyway, I'm going to begin with with who is Jesus because, of course, for for Christians, um, Jesus is the founder of of our faith. Um, He was an itinerant Jewish teacher who lived in the early first century and was known in his day to challenge social, political, and religious attitudes and practices. He gained quite a following because of the hope and the wisdom and the healing that he offered According to the accounts of his ministry as recorded in the Gospels, people wondered who this remarkable man was. And so his followers called him rabbi and master. Some considered him to be a great prophet, and others suggested that he was the Messiah, God's anointed one. And in Jewish thought, the Messiah was one who would liberate God's people and usher in a new age of peace and prosperity. Over time, many other titles and understandings have been given to Jesus that have created breaches between Christians and Jews and Muslims. One of the biggest is the doctrine of the Trinity, in which Christians have tried to describe the relationship between God, Jesus, and the Spirit. This doctrine also created one of the first major uh, breaches within the church, um, for part of that is about talking about who Jesus is as divine. So I want to focus our thoughts on that for, for a minute, because we're on the cusp of celebrating um, one of our holy days, Christmas, Jesus' birth. In the birth narratives that were written around the, the, se- the year 70 of the Common Era, we hear of God's angels announcing to Mary and Joseph that God's Spirit has conceived within Mary's womb a special child who will save his people. His name to be Yesu, which means one who saves. That raised the question, was Jesus human or divine? I want to tell you that as a Jew, Jesus would be horrified to be identified as divine, for there is only one God. God he would have been okay with the thought of being an incarnation or an embodiment of the holy. For that is what the prophets like Isaiah and Micah had called the Jewish people to be, to embody God's way of justice, peace, and righteousness in their living and thus inspire other people to adopt that way in their lives and thereby usher in God's kingdom or commonwealth. Jesus' followers viewed him as such an embodiment of God's ways. And in the beginning, as a sect within Judaism, they were known as the people of the way. The term Christian means belonging to Christ, and it was first used in Antioch in around the year 48 of the Common Era. Peter and the early church in Jerusalem continued to hold the view that Jesus was an incarnation or an embodiment of all that is holy. But Paul, in his ministry, among non-Jews in other parts of the Roman Empire, had to address the Roman understanding of Caesar uh, as born by divine conception and a divine incarnation, and so began to insist on a unity of Jesus and God. And I'm getting the flag. And I haven't even talked about the scriptures or worship yet. But, so, and I could say more about Jesus, but anyway, scripture, well... We have drawn on um, our Jewish roots, and so our scriptures are are both the Old Testament and the New Testament, which become then a compilation of various works written by a variety of people over the ages. And that's a big distinction with the Quran, which was received once by one person and written down. Worship our. Our day for worship is Sunday, which is the first day of the week tied to Jesus' day of resurrection. And when it comes to worship, well, key things that we would experience in worship are prayer, proclamation, and praise.
0: I hope somebody has... um, pity on me, who has the task of keeping a couple of long-winded theological types uh, to a few minutes. Uh, and the job is going to get tougher. Do you want to step up here, uh, Con? We're now going to do dialogue. Yeah. We're going to do some dialogue on some quick subjects, and um, I'm at least imagining that these are going to be short snappers. And uh, when time's up, uh, I'll say so, and we'll stop and uh, have lunch. Anyway, so uh, the first question and they're going to alternate uh, first remarks but uh, the question of god who is god can you handle that in a few words
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah as i said uh, in the first uh, first part of the uh, you know the topic the god the the, the, the touchstone theology for the god is in uh, Quran is in chapter 112 it says Surah Ikhlas It says That means say Allah is only one He is absolute That means he begets not Nor he begotten There is nothing like unto him If you say that The God is Very powerful And he have very big head and he is a very strong guy. He is not a god. B- nothing like him. You can't, is the, not, uh, human being cannot be imagined. God. But, in the same time, the good news is here. When we die, when we go to the paradise, or uh, in the Allah place, we will see all there. How Allah looks like.
0: Thank you. I, I
2: In Christianity, we too say that we believe in one God, and i 've been reading um, to understand my friend 's faith more, and I understand that in in uh, Islam among the Muslims, you have ninety nine names for god i didn 't come quite that close in trying to think of all the ways in which w- the language that we use to speak of of God um, but we do understand God to be creator of all that is, and I think that is also what we share. We speak of God as abundant love and goodness, and that God is constantly seeking us out in love and desires us to live in love. And I think that, too, we share. Where we differ is is when we begin to talk about Jesus and Jesus being one with God. Because as you said, Allah can only be one.
0: Um, thank you. So, so second question is around peace and violence. It uh, seems to be an issue in our world and uh, in every religion. And so, uh, Brenda, can you comment in a few words on uh, how, what the Christian faith has to say about that?
2: Well, I think you know, builds off of what I've just said, um, that we believe God is, is love and we're called to live in love. And so peace is very much at the the heart of... Uh, okay, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> so within Christianity, we hold a vision of, of God's commonwealth uh, in which peace would be um, the way in which then all would live. And peace is more than nonviolence. It is about well-being and wholeness for every one and everything and every part of uh, God's creation. But the reality is is that we as human beings um, have uh, a hard time embracing that and finding our way into that. And... um, as Christians, we have to own that um, we have been violent, we are violent, and uh, that sometimes we use our religion as the rationale
1: for being violent.
0: Peace and violence?
1: Thank you, Brenda. So, yeah, in the first, in the first uh, speech, I, I told about this uh, peace. So the Islam is itself, the meaning is peace. So if it is peace, how do you expect the violence? So I totally agree with Brenda's uh, comment that we have some black sheep too. In every religion, they have black sheep. So we have to realize that. It's nothing like we are pure, like, you know, 100%. no. I, I agree totally that in our religion they have some black sheep. You know why? Because they didn't understand the words of Lord. The purpose of their creation. That's the main problem. But if you understand the words of Allah and the messenger of the way of you know, they show the way to live your life. But if you do that on the face of earth you know, even the tiger will live with you, believe me. But that time will come. Inshallah, that time, God willingly, that time will come. So that's the reason we gather here, and we will have some uh, you know, small, uh, small dialogue. So thank you. very much. Thank
2: you.
0: Um, so another interesting question that outsiders wonder about is about uh, groups within the faith movement. Are there, would there be any possible divisions within the Islamic movement?
1: Okay. <laughs> so this is a very good question. I like that. Because even I talked to my Muslim brothers, this one. Because, for example, I, I told that we are not 100% pure. So we have some black sheep because of the ignorance. Why? Because if you, if you want to know the religion, don't see me. Go to the real source. What is that real source? The revelation. What is that name? Quran. But if you read the Quran and see the uh, biography and the way of Prophet Muhammad But you will know the uh, Perfect faith What you have to believe So in Quran Allah says in Surah Baqarah 159 That you don't break your Religion into sects And this Ayah revealed to Prophet Muhammad And Allah is saying To Prophet Muhammad Oh Muhammad you don't have any Concern with them if they break you don't have to do anything with them. When they die, they have to come to me and I will take care about them. So from this ayah, and also I have lots of ayahs, in uh, verses, it says about this deviation. But deviation is nothing in Islam. The the Muslim, for example, I am telling the Muslim Muslim is a person who submits his will to his Lord, not to Muhammad, not to Jesus not to but they are showing the way to how to submit our will to lord these are the prophets are the means thank you. so sorry thank you
2: we are imperfect and that has created all kinds of groups within christianity right from the very beginning as i said in my opening remarks around who jesus is One of the first differences that arose was between the church in Jerusalem and then the Hellenistic church and their understanding of who Jesus is. And uh, then as we tried to articulate our our, uh, creeds and so on and so forth in the third century, then we have the great schism, which created the Eastern Orthodox, the Oriental Orthodox, and the Western traditions. Then for... Out of the traditions that I come, the next big one is the 1500s with the Protestant Reformation in the Western tradition. And we keep seeming to, to break off. We do that because of our interpretations, our reasoning, our philosophies, a whole mess of things, our differences and understandings around how to practice worship, how to live our lives. And yet, I want to celebrate something, too, and that is that in this last century, some have been working to reunite, and so I hold up to us the Church of North India, the Church of South India, and the Uniting Church in Australia, and of course, I come from a denomination, the United Church of Canada, which was formed in in 1925. By the uniting of Methodist, Congregationalist, and Union congregations, as well as some of the Presbyterian congregations here in Canada. And then in 1964, the Evangelical United Brethren uh, became part of the United Church as well.
0: I'm doing pretty well, don't you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we're going to try and knock off one more um, a question before uh, we go for lunch, and uh, and that's the place of women. And uh, give Brenda first word. Oh.
2: <laughs> two, b- two, right? two pa- yeah, right. Two pages of notes. Okay, uh, the role of women uh, within Christianity. Um, well, we've we've had a pretty important role right from the beginning. Our leadership, our contributions have always been honored. They were honored by Jesus um, during his earthly ministry. Women were very much a part of of his following and and had leadership and contribution roles. And that has continued. So throughout history, we can see that women have been teachers, nurses, missionaries, uh, deaconesses, uh, preachers, lay preachers, and so on. Um, And yet, at various times... um, for various reasons, um, that has been taken away and diminished, um, and then it rises again, and and uh, and we find a place for women. But we all, there always seems to be this ebb and flow around the role of women in Christianity.
1: Uh, the place of woman in Islam. So I will quote to you on Hadith, uh, Prophet. Uh, the saying of the Prophet Muhammad so a man came to Prophet Muhammad in his time and he said what is my most companionship goes to and who, I am, who may I, I care more to that means he is asking mother and father and the Prophet said to your mother the companionship goes to and he asked again, second time. He asked, "Who is next?" He said, "To your mother." And he asked next, third time, "Who is next to His, The Prophet said, "To your mother." And he asked again. He wants to hear father. And then he said, "Prophet said, then your father." Look at here, the three times. That means the the gold medal, the silver medal, the bronze medal goes to mother, <laughs> and the the father is only satisfied with the consolation press. <laughs> so, so, the question is here, and, and especially the non-Islamic countries, like North America and Europe, and other Asian countries. The woman, especially, she is the main headline on, in Islam. So, because they don't read the books, and they don't go to the real source, Because, you know, this is the thing we have in our uh, mind that we don't go to the real source and we don't take the knowledge. We just hear what the media portrays and what the media shows. We stick into the BBC and CNN. And that is our religion. So we, we, we depend on that. So if you go read, for example, the place of Maryam in Islam you know that in Quran, there is a one chapter in the name of Maryam, Mary. in the Mary. Mary. Mary, and also in the in Quran, there is a chapter is called a woman, Surah Nisa. That means Nisa is a woman. So two chapters. Containing to the woman. Okay. Thank you very
0: much. Thank you. <laughs> They've done pretty well too in being brief about complicated things. Uh, so enjoy your lunch, uh, have some conversation about some good questions, and uh, we'll be back.